Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chance for My Asians podcast. So we're going to go right back into it. So we're going to start with chapter 25. Um, here it goes. Samuel died in chapter 25, verse 1. Really sad because I really love Samuel. He really feared the Lord and lived for him. Nabal responded really foolishly and harshly towards David's request. Verses 4 through 8, 10 through 11. David, as a response, wanted to attack in verses 12 to 13. Abigail, Nabal's wife, was notified and she reacted quickly without telling her husband. Verses 14 to 18. Abigail brought a lot of items to David and made the following response. This is some of her words. Verse 23. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey and bowed before David with her face to the ground. 24. She fell to his feet and said, Pardon your servant, my lord, and let me speak to you. Hear what your servant has to say. 25. Please pay no attention, my lord, to that wicked man, Nabal. He is just like his name. His name means fool and folly goes with him. And as for me, your servant, I did not see the man my lord sent. 28. Please forgive your servant's presumption. The Lord your God will certainly make a lasting dynasty for my Lord because you fight the Lord's battles and no wrongdoing will be found in you as long as you live. 29. Even though someone's pursuing you to take your life, the life of my Lord will bound securely in the bundle of the living by the Lord your God. But the lies of your enemies will hurl away as the pocket of the slain. End quote. David responded in the following. 32. David said to Abigail, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. 33. May you be blessed for your good judgment and for keeping me from bloodshed this day and from avenging myself with my own hands. 34. Otherwise, as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, who has kept me from harming you, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. 35. Then David accepted from her hand what she brought to him and said, end quote, Go in peace. I have heard your words and granted your request. Nabal Layla later on died in that chapter, verses 37 to 38. Nabal's wickedness and lack of repentance caused God to struggle him and die. And Abigail's quick action, wisdom, humbleness, and generosity saved David from making a big mistake. The Lord avenged Nabal. David did not have to. It is best not to take things in our own hands and let God handle it. It is best to forgive, have compassion, and move on. Overlook offenses and try to see the good in people. Let God handle it and be the light of the world. I pray that I can have the wisdom to alleviate situations like Abigail. I know how submissive she was as a woman. She fought to have that gentle and quiet spirit that is in great worth in God's sight. First period 3-4 When Nabal died... David asked Abigail to be his wife, and she accepted. Verses 39-41. I love Abigail, um, how she saw her marriage and not what she can get, but for the following. Verse 41. She bowed down with her face to the ground and said, I am your servant, and very disturbed you, and wash the feet of my Lord's servants. End quote. I pray to look for relationships in my life as a way to serve them and love them rather than just take it from them. In chapter 26, Saul was coming after David again, verses 1 to 2. David had the access access to harm and kill Saul, but he did not do it, verses 7 to 12. David even told Abishur not to destroy him, and this was David's response. This is verses 7 through 12. So David and Abishur went to the army by night. And there was Saul lying asleep inside the camp with a spear struck on the ground near his head. Abner and the soldiers were laying around him. 
I was just saying to David, today, God has delivered your hand and your hand, delivered your enemy into your hands. Now let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of the spear. I won't strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, don't destroy him. Who could lay a hand on the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? As surely as the Lord lives, he said, the Lord himself will strike him or his time will come and he will die or he'll go into battle and perish. But the Lord forbid I shall lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. Now get the spear and water jug that are near his head and let's go. So David took the spear and water jug near Saul's head and they left. No one saw or knew about it, nor did anyone wake up. They were all sleeping because the Lord had put them into a deep sleep, end quote. We have many times that we can get even with people who has hurt us, but I want to have the response like David did. David was also smart. He did not let the situation go completely. David brought the evidence that he could have attacked Saul and confronted Saul about it, verses 12, 17 to 20. Saul responded this way in return. Then verse 21 to 25. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Come back, David, my son, because you consider my life precious today. I will not harm you again. Surely I have acted like a fool and have been terribly wrong. Here is my king's spirit, David answered. Let one of your men come over and get it. The Lord rewards everyone for their righteousness and faithfulness. The Lord has delivered you into my hands today. And I will not lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. Surely as I value your life today, so the Lord value my life and deliver me from all trouble. Then Saul said to David, May you be blessed, David, my son, and you would do great things and surely triumph. So David went on his way and Saul returned home. God takes care of those who choose righteousness over their feelings. Even after that interaction with Saul, it seemed like David did not trust Saul because in chapter 27, this was David's response. Verse 1, David said to himself, one of these days I'll be destroyed in the hand of the soul. The best thing I could do is to escape from the land of the Philistines. Then Saul would give up searching for me everywhere in Israel, and I would slip out of his hand. David went to Ashes in verse 2. Also, David lived in Philistine territory for a year and four months, verse 7. David thought that he was free because Saul stopped sorting after David, verse 4. But this was a compromise that led him worse than before. David attacks and murders people in verses 8 through 9. David even saw favor at the actress's eyes, verse 5. Honestly, it was a sad point in David's spiritual life. He aligned himself with the Philistines and gained Asher's trust, verse 12. The chapter ended with the following, verse 12. Asher saw David and said to himself, He has become so obnoxious to his people, the Israelites, that he will be my servant for life. End quote. David was running away from Saul, but he ended up compromising and doing things that wasn't best for him and others around him. I could so relate to doing this. This is why I do not want to act on my feelings, but choose God's way. Even if it sounds scary or bad or worse, choosing God's way is the only guarantee of assurance and security. Our worth and value is not in our circumstances, but in our relationship with God. In chapter 28, Asher has had this interaction with David in verses 1 and 2. And the days of the Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel. Asher said to David, You must understand, you and your men will accompany me in the army. David said, Then you will see for yourself what your servant can do. Asher's reply, Very well. I will make you my bodyguard for life. End quote. Saul inquired of the, from the Lord when he was full of terror, and God did not answer Saul. Verses 5 and 6. Therefore Saul deceitfully sought after a medium to get Samuel to speak to him. Verses 7 through 14. Samuel confronted Saul and said the following. 16 through 19. 
Samuel said, Why do you consult me now that the Lord has departed from you, become your enemy? The Lord has done what he has bedded to me. The Lord has torn your kingdom out of your hands and will be given to your neighbors to David. Because you did not obey the Lord, I'll carry out his fierce wrath against the Malachites. The Lord has done this to you tonight. The Lord will deliver both Israel and you into the hands of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. End quote. Saul was fearful and had no strength, verse 20. He also got comfort from that medium as well, verses 21 and 23. I remember living like this. Comfort and happiness and removing bad emotions was my life. I did not care about God, but what God can give and do for me. If God did not answer me, I saw that the many different things. I got false comfort and was led into more destruction. I reached out to godly people and got rebuked like Samuel did the Saul. And was with people who I thought was there for me, but just fed my bad behaviors. That is why when things are not going well, I seek out to God and ask God the following questions. Psalm 139, 23-24. Search me, God. Know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. End quote. I fight to repent and then live for God. I seek after God and get accountability and strive to make God my ultimate desire. That way, when things become unshakable and hard for me, I have God, who is my ultimate desire, but have God's will that will prevail in my life. I can have the security and trust in who God is rather than how my circumstances are. It is a hard and daily battle, but ultimately the goal in my life, if, if it's not, I reach out to God for help reach out to God in counsel and reach with them to remember how my life was without Christ. A life that would leave me laying down thinking that I may not wake up the next day. The life with the biggest pain, emptiness, and hurt I can never see or imagine. I cannot live without God and I love him. I even am saying all this with a bad day I was having, which was yesterday. I'm even saying all of this being in a season that I do not want. I'm even saying all of this when I'm feeling like I'm falling short and overwhelmed all the time. When I have unfulfilled longings and yearning for things. I know who my God is and honestly that is all I need to know. I got passionate about this for a moment. Even with David, even though David has been with Ashes for over a year, when he left Saul, Ashes had not found fault in David. He was rejected from the Philistines. In chapter 29 verses 3-4, to Ashes tells David the news and... David questions it and leaves. Verses 6 to 7. 6 to 11. This is why I cannot have my loyalty to the world because one day I will be rejected by them, but I will never be rejected by God. That has personally happened to me from time to time. God is the only constant person in my life. David goes to Ziklag and discovers that the Amalekites attack Ziklag, burn it, to captive people, not killing them, but taking them along the way. Chapter 30, verses 1 to 3. David and his men wept. And he discovers his two wives being captured as well. David was distressed because he found out that people wanted to stone David as well. Verses 4 through 6. I love that it said in verse 6 that David found strength in the Lord. David inquired the Lord and God promised him success. Verse 8. God was faithful and granted David success. 17 to 20. David was able to fight. None of them, none of the people got away and he recovered everything the Amalekites have taken, verses 17 to 20. In chapter 31, Saul dies. Tragically, Saul's sons, including Jonathan, who was righteous in some ways, dies as well, verse 2. The Philistines 
fought against Israel. Many people died in verse 1. Saul was wounded and he committed suicide, verses 3 through 4. Saul's armor bearer commits suicide too in verse 5. Then so, Therefore Saul, his three sons, and his armor bearer died that day, verse 6. The Philistines did the following in verse 9. They cut off his head and stripped off his armor and they sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news in the temple of the idols and among the people, end quote. When we go against God and do things our way, we will fail. Even more tragic, God's enemies may have their temporary victory. The best thing is that God always gets the last say in everything, but it is a tragedy that a believer of God did not live their lives for Jesus so that God's will, will, will prevail in their lives. Jesus gave up his life for us, and we should do the same. David wasn't perfect. He was with the Philistines, but he saw after God and strived to love God with his whole heart. Saul sadly never and tru truly genuinely repented. I struggle with soul-like tendencies. I will feel bad about my sins and bad about what I have done, but it never struck or stuck to me because I never repented from my heart, and I wasn't willing to suffer to truly let go of the sins I was struggling with. With God's grace and my willingness to truly repent, it has been over two years since I have last engaged in my biggest addictive purity behaviors. Thank you so much for listening to Trainers from My Aces podcast, and I hope you have a great day. Bye for now.